You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast. Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I am your host, Kate All. I'm the owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. We are a Pinterest management and marketing company, and we help you find and convert your perfect person on Pinterest. Today's episode is all about how to find the right keywords on Pinterest. What that means is that people on Pinterest are putting in particular keywords, and we want to make sure that when they put those in and search for that topic or product, they find you. So I've brought on Steph, my educator and administrator here at SimplePin, to tell us how she searches for the right keywords and some things for you to be aware of given a lot of the shifts and changes in 2020. We're also going to talk about some of the best resources you can use to find those keywords. This is also the topic we're going to be discussing this month in the Simple Pin Collective. What is the Simple Pin Collective? It is our Pinterest marketing membership community. What this means is that it's a place for you to not only get the teaching on a particular topic, but also get coaching. So this month we are going, like I said, deep into keywords. We have 18 pages of keywords for almost every single niche or niche, however you say it. And we're going to be going deep into that as well as doing some videos about how to do that keyword research. Inside the Simple Pin Collective, I am there giving you coaching twice a month through a live coaching call. But in addition, we have mentors in there that can help answer questions and their expertise ranges from blogger content creator to product seller. There's a wealth of information in there, and it is all business without the drama. This group is all business builders and ready to help you master Pinterest so that your business can grow without spending so much time learning about Pinterest marketing. It's all updated. Everything is looked at once a month to make sure that it's all in compliance with what the latest best practices are for Pinterest. In addition, we also talk about last minute changes that Pinterest makes and process them. And we bring in special guests. You can see all those past coaching calls and videos with special guests in our archives. You have access to all of that as well. There's also a lot of bonus training, how to master Tailwind, how to do SEO in five minutes, as well as how to do a deep dive into analytics. There is a lot of content in there and we have it structured in a way to where you don't feel overwhelmed by it, but you can take it topic by topic so you can master Pinterest marketing. It's just a low fee of $97 a month. You can cancel at any time. Our hope is that you will use this community to help you learn, help you grow and help your business succeed. You can go find more information about that at simplepinmedia.com slash 201. Six. That is today's episode. So anything else that Steph talks about in this episode, you can find there. Alrighty, so let's dive into my episode with Steph and everything you want to know about how to find the right keywords on Pinterest. Hey, Steph, welcome back to the Simple Pin Podcast. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. 
You bet. So in the introduction, I gave people a little bit of a brief idea of who you are and what you do here at Simple Pin. Um, but I'd love to just hear from you um, a little bit. This is I'm putting you on the spot and however you answer is going to be awesome. But what would you say is the funnest slash most creative part for you about working for Simple Pin and getting to do, I guess, this education research thing? Like what what's fun for you in that? For the education side of things, I think it's taking like all of this information and actually drilling down to the stuff that's important. Sometimes you'll read an article that's just super long and really only get one sentence that's like a nugget and being able to take that nugget and have people be able to read it without having to spend the, you know, 20 minutes reading that article, I think is fun for me. Yeah. We, and it's very fun for me too, because, you know, uh, as I joke, you're my cliff notes. And that is a really great way to keep up on things because there's a lot. I mean, I guess in your, you know, daily, weekly research, you come across so much. And like you said, I'm sure some articles are really lengthy with one nugget and some are like 500 words and they're packed. Yes. And sometimes they're, you know, super long and there's nothing there. <laughs> you just have to be like, okay, well, that was, you know, I saved somebody else that time. So I, I can be okay with that. <laughs> Do you, what's your tried and true resource? Like you're always going to nail it with something whenever they put out something new. Yeah. I mean, I follow a ton of stuff that Pinterest puts out. So obviously anything that they put out is going to be helpful because it's directly from the horse's mouth. Um, the other place that they post a lot is on Medium. So I follow there. Um, I also have a ton of Google Alerts set up. And so I just check those constantly. Um, Tailwind has great resources too. But um, I, I obviously prefer to go straight to Pinterest whenever possible because then I know I don't have to you know, fact check or dig through to, to find where they got the information from. Right. That's true. And they're coming out with a lot lately. I mean, they this summer, are. I feel like it's been drinking huge <laughs> waves. There'll be like complete dry spell. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I can't keep up because there's so much of it. So yeah, there's been a lot. And one of the things I think that's been interesting over the summer is this switch in the algorithm and the switch from, you know, and the images and all of that. But one of the things we know about Pinterest that's been constant is that it's a search and discovery network and keywords make it go. They power it. So um, before we dive into this idea of like where to look for keywords, how to be really intentional about it, we just want to tell you all who are listening, we're really talking about organic keywords for Pinterest. We're not talking about keywording for Pinterest ads because the two are so different. And we just we want you to know on the out, on, on the outset that we're going to be talking about organic search. We also have a very comprehensive blog post. It's actually episode 35. So you can find it by going to simplepinmedia.com slash 35. That's how to keyword on Pinterest. Whereas today we're going to talk about how to find the right keywords. So that first post, which is still updated. Yes, it's episode 35, but we make sure to go back 
and update the blog post so it is the most current. So read through it. You can listen to, but what you read will be the most current. And that's where to put keywords and um, how to make sure your keyword optimized in the right places. But today we're going to really dig into how to find the right ones for your business. So with that, let's talk, Steph, if I'm totally new to Pinterest and there are lots of new businesses flooding towards Pinterest, there are. (laughs) where do they begin to look for keywords? Yeah, that's a great question. So if you are brand new and you have never used Pinterest for your business before, maybe you've used it personally, but you've not used it for your business. The best place to start is actually your own website. So you're going to look um, at your categories or if you have like a a like a word graph on your site or anything like that, that's going to have solid keywords to it. You're going to use those particular words within the Pinterest search feature to see what comes up. And that's where you're going to start. Okay. So when you go through that, I put them all in. I'm acting like I'm very first time on Pinterest. I'm putting them all in. What should I expect to see pop up for me? If you have super general categories like DIY, you obviously are going to have a ton pop up. You're going to need to start thinking about specific things that you post on. So if it's DIY um, woodwork or tables or DIY home decor, you're going to start typing in those words. And then you're going to press enter and see what pops up. Because what you think that you're typing may not be the same as what actually shows up content-wise. So it's important to make sure that the content that's showing up reflects what it is that you're trying to convey. Mm, And you have a couple examples of this that I think were super cool that we talked about before. Yes. So um, the first example is if you have a term like bridge builder, let's say that you are talking about communication styles between people and you're talking about building bridges. If you type in bridge builder into the search, you are not going to get content about communication. You're going to get a lot of how to build a bridge or bridge design or architecture. So it's important that you think about what people are searching for because those are the keywords that come up. The other example is face masks. So In maybe October of last year, if somebody typed in DIY face mask, they probably would have seen a lot of, you know, mud masks or clay masks, you know, something beauty care related. Now, if you type it in, you're going to get a lot of how to sew your own face mask. So you need to be conscious of those changes too. Mm. <laughs> oh, how our world has changed in 2020. New terms, new <laughs> yeah. uh, new uses for things. It's all changed. Yeah. And you um, never know when something is going to have a different meaning than what you're aware of. It may be a new trend that you're just not aware of. And you think that it's going to fit one thing and it actually is going to bring up a bunch of other content. Yeah. And I think that's probably a good call out for those who are. Um, also it have been on Pinterest for a while and doing organic is maybe you had a post that was ranking on DIY masks for a long time. And then all of a sudden it's going down and you go do this search and say, 
oh man, this is this is not populating anymore. So I need to try you need something to change the new a little bit so that it brings up the right content. Yeah. Which I would think in that, if we're doing like the old version of DIY masks, it would be something along, you would want to add beauty in there. Yeah. And some of the things that I found were um, Indian clay masks or acne face masks or something very specific. So when you find that the the right content for what you're getting at isn't coming up, try getting more specific and see if that pulls up what it is you're getting at. Because searching something general may pull up a totally different category. But once you go deeper, then it, it does tend to pop up a lot better for you. So with this searching, do you always do you also use the Pinterest trends tool as well? I do. So I always start in the search um, bar, just the regular search bar in your feed. And once I have what I think is the words I want to use, I'll double check them in the trends, mostly for the order, because the order does matter. If you type in face mask DIY, it may be different than what you get from DIY face mask. Mm, That's really interesting. So after you're kind of putting in all these, I'm assuming you're kind of just compiling a master list of, you know, what you're going to work with. You do. You do start with a huge list. Um, You have more general things for your board titles. And then you kind of go a little deeper in your board descriptions. And then obviously for the pins themselves, that's when you really hone in on the specifics because that's very pin specific as opposed to board specific. Hmm. Okay. So one of the things we were working on um, last month was we were talking about strategy in the Simple Pin Collective. And um, one of our team members who you work with as well, she gave this great analogy that was this bullseye analogy of keywords. And I loved this like go really wide. And that's kind of similar to what you just said, and then narrow in so that you're starting with kind of two different types of people too: prospective buyers and readers versus actual ready to buy ready to read. How do you feel like you go through the process of looking for those right keywords, I guess, with that mindset? In mind. Yeah. So when you start more broad, the other thing that happens is Pinterest has their, you know, their words to help you that pop up. And sometimes that will prompt you to realize, oh, I didn't think about using that word. And that will help you to kind of hone in further. And you can try different directions than what you might have. And you might find that maybe going, you know, this direction with, you know, DIY acne face masks gets you a certain population. But if you go wider with DIY clay face masks or something like that, that's going to get you the full scope of the audience that you're trying to reach. So you you kind of have to play around with it based on what content you have. Um, But yeah, it definitely does help to start wide and then go deeper. And you kind of you do a little pulling back and going back in sometimes when you find that you haven't quite hit it. So you might think that you're you're honing in on that bullseye and then you go deeper and you're like, oh, that's definitely not the content I'm looking for. And you kind of have to pull back and then try something different. Yeah, that was one of the examples we were talking through last month in strategy was this idea um, we were targeting 
uh, for one of our clients who we thought their audience was going to be. And it was more of a higher level or I guess a wealthier audience. And then we realized, oh, wait, that's not the people. It's the people with a a smaller space for this particular product to fit in, which was really an aha moment to based on what people are clicking. And I think that's what we're trying to connect here is you have this list, the way to figure out whether or not those keywords are working or not is really looking at the stats of the pin and who's actually clicking or saving for later. Yeah, because if you're getting tons of people seeing your your content, but it's the wrong people, then it really isn't going to serve you at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I want to give, um, here's an example, um, a really a practical example of this bullseye analogy. And then Steph has some resources for you to be able to go deep on. But I, I love this um, idea. This is one of our clients who really specializes in targeting pet owners, specifically dogs. Um, they looked at the audience of being current dog owners and future dog owners. And so taking that bullseye analogy, it was really like um, getting closer and closer to the middle is drilling down to what turns dog owners into people who will buy this product. So wider is going to be things like dog care, tips, tricks, training, even something like crate training, health issues for dogs, how to calm dog's nerves, you know, really focusing on that education piece. And then as you get narrower into the bullseye, focusing towards the product itself, the features, the sizes, the finishes, um, how to measure, it really goes into the why you need a product. And that is how you take this bullseye analogy and really, as you're wider, talking about education going into I'm going to educate you and now I'm going to lead you toward this space where, ah, aha, here's the answer to all of your problems is this specific product. And that has really been a great strategy for that. Do you have any other examples you can think of off the top of your head that have worked in that way? I think, I mean, any food blogger knows that you, you can have so many Thanksgiving recipes, right? But if you are somebody that does keto, then obviously using that term is going to pull more people in, right? But what about the people that don't necessarily want to be keto, but they want to eat a little bit healthier? So if you use a little bit more of a general term like healthy in some areas, that's going to pull those people in. And then they're going to be like, oh, keto, I don't even know what that is, but this looks interesting. So it's sort of that Yes, you want to niche down and it's important to have those specific keywords, but you also want to have the more general because there's people that are out there that don't know that they need your content that are just ready to devour it, <laughs> to use a Thanksgiving term. So, um, and so if you use those general terms, that will pull those people in and then you can tell them why they need to use, you know, those recipes as opposed to something else. Well, I also think on that one, that's such a great example because you could do low carb, low sugar, yes. um, high fat. You could do lots of spinning on that. Whereas even somebody who has a hurdle towards keto could be like, uh, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to do that, yeah. but I am can buy into a little bit of the low carb. It just feels different. Or even let's say, you know, grandma's going to have, you know, 
30 people over to her house and she knows that, you know, her niece can't have, you know, too much sugar and her nephew can't have this and, you know, all these different people. And then suddenly she sees, oh, keto fits all of that. That's what I need. And it's not that she even cares that it's keto, but it fits all the things she's looking for. Yeah, definitely. And I think in that, that's such a great example too, because it's getting into the mind of the pinner. And I think all of this whole thing that we're talking about gets into the mind of your future customer, um, your future reader. What are they really looking for? And especially right now, as we go into this, um, you know, this year has been unique to use (laughs) that term. Um, you know, things are different. You know, people aren't actually going into the office. Therefore, they don't need work clothes, but maybe they need a really nice pair of earrings for a Zoom call or a really nice shirt, or they they could use, they're going to be buy their buying habits. And this is really, especially for those of you who are selling products, the buying habits of people have shifted so dramatically really have. that it, yeah, it's really important to pay attention to that because somebody who, um, you know, really specializes in even home decor or backyard or athleisure or any of that, this is your time to shine. So maybe before you were specializing in something where it was really great work outfits or work outfits for the office, right? Outfits for the office. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Whereas now (laughs) outfits for the home office and I think that's a call out to those who are new to Pinterest, but also those who are seasoned on with Pinterest marketing is you have to really shift with where the searches are going on Pinterest. For sure. That might be a whole batch of new people who have never even heard about your product or read your blog at all. Yeah. And I mean, there's people searching things like um, how to create a space for homeschooling. People that have never homeschooled before are suddenly trying to find space in their homes to do this. People that are working from home are trying to figure out how to make their space look more professional. So they're needing, you know, tips on how to make their, you know, spare room look like an, you know, professional office. So you have to kind of think about where your audience is and what they're looking for. And as you look ahead to the holidays, a lot of things that we're seeing is words like tradition come up a lot. Um, and, um, I guess this leads into the resources. <laughs> Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but no, this is perfect um, transition, but the, the best way to know what's happening is to be following the information Pinterest is giving. And that's one of the reasons that I do what I do is to keep on top of that. And so by pulling the information that Pinterest provides about what it is people are searching, whether that's through the Pinterest trends feature or through the resources that they publish regularly, you're able to get lots of keywords that you wouldn't think to look up. So the word tradition is coming up a ton because people are desperate for something, um, something that feels comforting and that makes them feel better about what's happening. And so they're looking ahead to the holiday season and they're trying to think of ways to make it even more special than normal. So that word tradition is suddenly coming up a ton. Yes, it's it's totally new and just having to reframe that. I think that's, yeah. it's a pivot, right? It like is. I feel like it that's is. the year of 2020 or that's the word for the year is pivot. Yeah. 
pivot. <laughs> yes. And it's not always fun and it's definitely not easy, but I think there's a lot to be learned about how quickly the online world shifts with the way our world shifts too. And just yeah. thinking about that in different ways. Do you have any other things that you like to go to? Any resources that you use? You know, I follow the Pinterest webinars that they put out. Um, they have those over at YouTube and we can link to those. Um, they also do Facebook lives occasionally. Um, they publish articles in Medium. Um, the other place that I like to find information is their newsroom. So that's where they have the most consistent content and where they publish a lot of their um, trending search terms. So it's a great place that if you're looking to figure out what it is people are searching right now, I would go to their newsroom. Mm, awesome. I love the things that Pinterest offers too. And I find that they're also good to check back to their past content that they've released because sometimes they'll update it and they'll make small little changes that if you hadn't read it in the first place, you would have never known. It's like a treasure, right? You're like, ooh, they switched that. Look at what they're talking about now. Um, well, Steph, I thank so much for all the help with this and looking at keywords. And if people have more questions or they want more information, then go to simplepinmedia.com slash 206. And like I said in the intro, we are doing keyword month inside the Simple Pin Collective, which is our Pinterest marketing membership. So we'd love to have you join. Again, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash 206 to find out more information about that and how to do keyword research for your business on Pinterest. Alrighty, Steph, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. 